Um, there's nothing wrong with your screen, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Katie K. I am the advocate, the cheerleader, <laughs> the oh, motherfucking voicer, my little 25% Italian fucking shone and shine this past fucking weekend. Oh boy. And there's a certain motherfucking billion here. Who decided to come out of his ass? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Katie, get it, go get it. It's all yours. you, as a motherfucking soccer fan, you, your friend Jarrell, and what's the other guy's name? Chris. And Chris, <laughs> three motherfucking musketeers that thought England. Was gonna trump Italy? Boo! Fuck you guys! Have you not learned from history? Yo. I'm waiting till you're done, so get it all the way out. I'm weak. <laughs> Pay her what you owe, so man! Oh, yes. So. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. before we go any further, I'd like to welcome you all to the Break Room Sports Podcast hey. with Ivy Productions. However you may be, however you may be watching us, we're on YouTube and Facebook Live. This episode is also going to be streaming next Monday um, on Spotify. And tonight we are live here for you on another wonderful Wednesday. And as you just heard, as you just see, this is not a... This is not this in a, is a not mistake real, that you're looking at here. This, this is, is Katie sitting in my seat. Because, as you all saw last week in our first Wednesday episode, and Marie was here, and you see how invested she was, I made a bet, we made a bet, that um, whoever wins, I I had England, Katie and Marie had Italy, I'd give Katie $20, or if England wins, then she'd give me $20, and I I told my football heads, Chris, Jarrell, I told y'all, if England loses, y'all each owe me $10. All right, so Katie got her stuff out the way. Now it's my turn. Oh, you got a monologue? Now he it's has my grievances. turn. grievances. Oh, He's yes, I loser. have plenty of fucking grievances. Sore loser. Go okay? ahead. Okay? I have ahead. plenty of fucking grievances. Because somebody has to tell... Um, the manager, um, Jer- um, Jared Southgate, that he needs to kick rocks. <laughs> Someone needs to tell Luke Shaw that his little goal that he had in the second minute was a fluke and complete bullshit. But here's a here. But before I get to laying one into the abysmal fucking right now, by the, way. In- the abysmal fucking England national team, let me give props where props are due to Italy. Now. Here's the thing that people need to understand about Italy, right? <laughs> now, the thing about Italy is that they've been through a lot more than England has, especially this past year. We all know what happened with the pandemic and all that, all right? And the Azuri, as they're so clearly called, they haven't had a European title since 1968. Okay, 
Um, and they had to get there this year going not only through England, but going through the two other teams that everyone had in the final, Spain and Belgium. Now, and we need to give props to the goalkeeper, Donnarumma, for him being the best, um, the best goalkeeper in the tournament. I think he got the Golden Glove. And what I need everyone to do is, while we're showing Italy their respect that they deserve for their win, we need to also remember, and I'm going to get into this towards the end of the show, we also need to all understand that when it comes to racism, yes, it's a whole other story for another time, but when it comes, but when it comes to racism and the way that um, Marcus Rashford Jaden Sancho and Bonyako Sake were um, mocked and ridiculed and thrown racial so after missing their penalties. I we'll talk oh, about shit. that later yeah. on. We'll talk about that later on. That, but was, that was a big one. Yeah. With that being said, congratulations to Italy. <laughs> but but allow me to allow me to quote one of my favorite films, Cool Runnings. Y'all seen Cool Runnings, right? With the Jamaican National Bobsled Team, one of my favorite films. Yes. And you remember that part when they fucked up that race? Nope. So they fucked the race up. It was like closer to the, to the end. And their coach laid it on them, and I'm going to do the same thing right now. Just to, to, quote, to quote Cool Runnings, you choked. You were ready, and you choked. You had it. And you choked. I'm going to go a step further. You scored first. And then you choked. And you choked. Bitch. Damn. You had more corner kicks than Italy. You know what? And you choked. Why can't it just Gareth be... Southgate, my nigga. <laughs> Why can't it just be that Italy did their motherfucking thing, though? Italy did do their thing. Yeah. I, I never said Italy wasn't going to do their thing. I just didn't expect England to totally... They choked, though. They fucking they choked, to bro. You want to know what that was compared to? You remember when the Mets got cocky? When they started getting into the playoffs? Oh, That's that Denmark I mean. game fucked everything up. Listen, Jarrell, um, Jarrell Chris... That Denmark game that y'all that y'all that we that y'all narrowly lost. I'm not gonna say we because I'm not an England fan. I'm a German fan. But that game that y'all nearly lost. That was the game that fucked everything up because the moment y'all got y'all in y'all heads a little bit, and that first goal by Luke Shaw in the second minute. What did you really think Bonucci was going to do? <laughs> oh man, listen, listen. Oh, I'm not boy, gonna oh, sit boy. here. And beat a dead horse and say, <laughs> and say that fucking um. Oh, you put in the wallet the, um, the money. Oh shit! I don't know what you're talking about. I I have no money. <laughs> That's not gonna be flaunting my money. That's gonna be flaunting my fucking artistry. That's what I'm gonna be flaunting. He's rich in artistry. Yes, I'm rich in artistry, <laughs> goddammit. But yes. As I like my motherfucking spliff. He gonna be there with Brock Lesnar's man bun. <laughs> I didn't even know Brock Lesnar had a man bun. Bam! Ew! He looks disgusting! <laughs> That's fucking nasty. Let me see, let me see. 
pubic hair. Jarrell, Chris, a bet's a bet. I made it here on the show. Y'all heard it. Y'all each owe me ten dollars. Yeah. All right. Congrats to Italy and England. Y'all deserve what y'all got because the way, especially in extra time, it was absolute. It's like watching a black fucking hole. All right. I'll have more reaction to it later on, but right now, a deal's a deal, a bet's a bet. Ah, good job, Phil. Yes. Oh, and we have the check-in. Hold on. All right, we'll get back to this after the check-in, but let's hear from the check-in. All right. Good evening, Scorpio P, Marie, and Katie from Ivy Productions and the Break Room Sports Podcast. How was your recent weekend mentally, physically, and spiritually? Well, see, Phil had made me mad in the beginning of the weekend, but then after... It made it so much better because he ran me my money. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> this weekend was filled with... There was a lot of the craziness this had, weekend. The fight was dope. Yeah, yeah. We'll get uh, to that. McGregor and broke his we'll, leg. We'll, don't say it yet. We'll get to it later. The fucking He's a game. pussy. The game, we already know how that went. Italia all the fucking way. Congrats. We, congrats to the Azuri. They, they deserve it. Italian, I'm half Italian. They fucking deserve it. Absolutely. Yeah. No, they... My little 25% they, Italian. They ran England... They, 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 turned, they turned England's defenders into yo-yos. And... <laughs> and, 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 and... Oh, God. Because... Because here's because here's the bullshit. Wait, whoa, you have an but here's the bullshit. The wingbacks hey. for England were doing great at first. And then in the second half, they dis a fucking peered. Like I don't, I don't get it, bro. I really don't. I get it. They got got. <laughs> That's what happened. They got got, y'all. Yep. Yes, yes, y'all. It was, it was, a, it was, it was, it was a great first half for England. Everything you could have wanted, and then, I'm quite sweating. proverbially, they lie. fucking choked. Yes, I was it, sweating. I was like, sweating, but we, we pulled through, man. Exactly, and and here's the thing: Italy were firing like crazy early on. Anyway, they 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 outshot England six one in the first half on goal, and didn't get anything because Jordan Pickford was like eh. But then, second half, led by um um your boy Federico Chisea, like he he was leading every single counterattack, and then Leonardo Bonucci got the corner kick shot finally, and after that. When it got to penalties, and here's the thing, right? This the, that penalty shootout. I'll talk about the end result of it later on when it comes to those three gentlemen who missed their penalties. But ha ha ha! England was nowhere near prepared to go to penalties. I said the game was not going to go to penalties. I would have been happy if Italy had scored again in an overtime because I said someone else was going to score in overtime. 
Didn't I say the score was going to be 3-2 with um, England scoring in, yeah. in overtime? Yeah. I would have preferred it if Italy scored in overtime. Not penalties, because I was like, the moment it went to penalties, fam, I knew England were doomed. I knew it. No. I was like, they don't have the horses for this, bro. They I don't. They don't. God. The moment they went to penalties, I was like, y'all ain't got the horses. Y'all ain't got the horses. They weren't built. Any England fan that thinks that y'all were built to go to penalties, please remove yourself from anything involving soccer because you don't know soccer. You, you, you don't know soccer. Who who else was there? You had, you, the, you had two of the three greatest strikers y'all got take shots. Two of them missed. Whose fault is that? Oh, I don't know. Maybe Gareth Southgate, who doesn't believe in penalties. Oh, my God. Y'all weren't ready for a penalty shootout. Yo, people were getting on other players. Why didn't you take that shot? Why didn't you take that shot? And they had to defend themselves. Like, if I want, don't you, if I want to take the shot, don't you think that they would have given it to me? Yeah. I wasn't giving a shot. It's not my call. It's the coach's call. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And, yeah, no matter what the reason is, I am uh, happy to be here on cloud nine, looking down at you little peasants that lost, and we're back in the wrong horse. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck y'all. Uh, and uh, wild, wild this victory is still sweet because you know I don't know if we're gonna have this victory. You know, come next round, but World Cup is next. But but I'm here we go. Now, wild it's nice to see. It's nice to see because I'm definitely very much uh, rooting for the underdog type of person when I when it makes sense. This is why she loves Katie. And, <laughs> sure, I, I sure. But let me tell you, it's not being a hater. You know, uh, for for hating's sake. You know, not that I hate England, but it is nice to see when. The, the fat cat when the big guy has flaws. It's nice to see. It's nice. Oh, yeah. They are just a bunch of humans banding together and kicking a little ball. And some of it is up to chance and some of it, you know, isn't. Some of it's hard work. And, of course, they put in the hard work. But then you can't be good at everything. There are little holes in everything. And we found their hole. No, no homo. <laughs> hey. Uh, hey. No, nah, not only did y'all find the hole, y'all raped the shit out of it too. Whoa! No, none at all. We don't. Excuse disclaimer. Trigger warning, Dis guys. Disclaimer. <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> Ivy Production does not condone the actions of sexual assault and rape and all. <laughs> yes. Neither do we. Yeah. Wait, where's we Olivia? Don't, don't I'm gonna call Olivia Benson. We are literally just making a metaphor. general metaphor. This please, one, this one, please don't, this please don't so come dark. for us. Come for, come for England, who didn't hold up their end of the bargain. Olivia Benson, where are the you? Fuck. But yeah. But yeah, that happened, y'all. That happened. Yep. Well, listen. Like Marie was saying before, a lot of stuff happened over the weekend. All right? So we'll revisit this again a little bit later on because, of course, we're going to have more stuff to say about, Engl Eng about England totally like shit in the bed. Um, once again, congrats to Italy. They're ready for the World Cup. I don't know about England. 
they need to make some sort of decision on 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 Southgate and fast because he is he is not the answer. He is not. I thought I thought I thought Germany was in trouble with with their coaching situation. England can't. England has not been able to find the right manager for almost like forty years. So with every other team like, in that I, league, I, I I don't get it, but it's okay. Y'all want to keep disappointing y'all fans? Go right ahead. Because but they yeah. have let them cry. Yeah, let them cry. Let, let him cry. Boris Johnson is doing his best, but um, he he ain't got enough tissues for his damn self. Anyway, coming up because we're about to go to our first music break. So coming up after this. I know y'all saw McGregor Poirier three. First off, I want to make a, I want to make a big shout out to the Break Bar where our very own um, Marie Free works. Hey, what's up, Break Astoria? Yo, Break Astoria, well done. Like it's a great vibe. It was raucous in there. Mad people in there. I was like, damn, this how it looks on a Give fight. Give me a rave. Woo! It's gigantic. Yo. Yo, I had to I had to leave. I'm so sorry I had to leave because my brother came through finally. And he couldn't get in. Which is crazy. Yeah, 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 Katie, you miss you miss Craig. Yeah. Anyway. It was crazy. I mean he said I can't have him, so what's the point? I didn't He's not physically give up. Exactly. Like he's a human adult man. Word. I mean, do I do I what 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 would I would I would I would I condone it? Eh, probably not. But exactly. y'all but y'all grown, so I'm not gonna do shit. Oh my god. But yes, I'm totally fucking I'm totally fucking around, Katie. Don't do that. Next, <laughs> next on the break from sports podcast. Yes. Next on the break from sports podcast. So I know y'all saw the fight. Alright? And now we gotta have a serious discussion on whether or not not only if there should be a fourth fight between these two. But whether or not McGregor should fight again at all, y'all want to see? Okay. Listen, I have a clip of his interview video. Hey, hey, we, we will, we will, we'll, we'll probably show that after the break. But right now, let's get into the break. So, I want to give a shout out once again to Ivory Productions and Rockley Entertainment yes. because of the Give Back concert series, which I'll be one of the headline liners for on Sunday, June twenty fifth. I mean, July twenty fifth. Whoa! I wish we were in June. Yeah, we're not in June. Yo. Oh, we are back on, but don't worry, the camera's not on yet. Okay. Yes. Yo, there's a lot okay. of uh. But you know, is you is is you're pretty behind? Okay. Ouch. I don't realize how much space I have, and then I keep bumping into things, and then I get huge ass bruises. Do that was just from today? No, that's from. Oh, you scared the no, shit no, out no, of no, me. That wouldn't. If that happened today, it wouldn't be like that right now. Phil, no. Phil, gotta pay me your medical bills. Yeah. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Hey guys, me and my ass made Yes, yeah, so. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Break Room Sports Podcast. Y'all, it's your boy Phil, aka Scorpio P, with Marie Faree and the one and only Ivy, aka Screen Girl, aka KDK. AKA the Mighty Ivy. <laughs> the Mighty Ivy. There you go. Like I said, we got to get on a t shirt, nigga. The Mighty Ivy. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. He, he ran me my 20. You know, you know, you know. It should have Screen Girl on the front, and then on the back, it should say the Mighty Ivy. In paren- in quotation marks, he ran me my twenty. Yes, I ran her her twenty because England. Eng- I'm a I'm I'm a loser. Please, loser. Not get they did, did, did not get the, did not get the plate taken out of their mouths. 
proverbially on Sunday. L-O-S-E-I. Right there. It was right there. The moment it went to penalties, kid, I was like, nope. Nope. It's not not happening this year. It is not. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. Harry Kane out here saying that this defeat is going to hurt them for the rest of your careers. It's not going to hurt you for the rest of your careers. Calm the fuck down, Harry Kane. You did your job. The others didn't, okay? Like, he is wiling. <laughs> he needs to relax, all right? What will make it worse is what a lot of those fans did to those players afterwards. But we'll get to that later. Um, but speaking of getting your spirit crushed or, in fact, broken. Like Phil did. God damn. <laughs> Listen, my spirit is not crushed at all. You keep saying, oh, fill this, fill that. Listen, England choked. This is what happens. I'm upset with England. I, I, have, I have no animosity against Italy. They deserved it. I'm happy that they won because England really didn't deserve the shit, fam. I was like, you got to be kidding me. It was right there, bro. And, um, and Jarrell and Chris know what the fuck I'm talking about because they were sitting there like crying to the television. I was like, yep. Y'all knew what time it was, so y'all each owe me ten dollars, <laughs> and and we owe ourselves a little discussion about a gentleman by the name of Conor McGregor. So let's take a, let's take a quick visit to Conor's cradle, why don't we? Yeah, let's this man. Let's look at so oh. Important. At the moment, I mean, start off. Okay. With promise, and I was just okay. Like, Ugh, is he just arranging races? Anyways. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so for those that even the casual watcher of MMA what? should know exactly who Conor McGregor is. Of course, he's a big name, mm-hmm. and that's in itself something that's under speculation because whether or not it's actually mm. you know well warranted for him to be a big name well, it's definitely warranted for him to be a big name because of the money that he brings in because of the controversy people exactly, because of controversy. yeah people feed controversy it's not about the, the fucking not supposed to be about the controversy it's supposed to be about that's every fighting. that's and, every contact sport sweetie no, Every contact they were really sport good, um, in UFC for a while, very unscathed. Without yeah. like the back and forth, and then people um, like Conor McGregor and Ronda Rousey changed the game. And not just congratulations on your pregnancy, Ronda. Yes, that is what really like set set that in motion. Yeah, it set it in motion to. I guess what you're saying is that like it's kind of like devalued in a way. It, For lack of better term. Yeah, it does because things like this, like I can think of several fighters who would have went up better in this fight in place of Conor McGregor. I agree. I mean, but they really, really don't want at, after you get a certain amount of accolades and you have a certain title, they really don't want these motherfuckers to get the shit beat out of them. They want the spectacle. They want the back and forth. They want the blase blase. Oh, he said this about your country and your training and you're this and you're that. And it's just like, fight, boys, fight. <laughs> just fight and shut up. And that's why I feel like there was always like the divide between like 
boxing fans and WWE fans and UFC fighters, uh, fighting fans, <coughs> UFC fighting fans like myself, we don't need all that shit. We just want to see a good fight. And then shit like this shows us that our contact sport has been infiltrated because there's people who, like Conor McGregor, are going to be showing up now because he paved the way. And, you know, you see, for something like your ankle to break during a fight, what the fuck are you doing? All right. So it's, it's a lot. So, everyone watching on Saturday. Oh, but by the way, we also have a comment. Essentially, which in, we'll get to the comment in a second. Essentially, what happened in the fight between Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor on Saturday, their third fight, trilogy fight, Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier each threw hands after a grappling session that lasted about a good 65, 67 seconds. It was it was a good, it was a good grappling session too, but Conor McGregor did not place his feet properly no. after getting back up and then missing his um foot missing his foot pl- missing his foot placing. I mean, Poirier got his foot fine. They both threw blows and they both threw blows and missed. And when they regained themselves, Poirier regained himself fine. But instead, the step back of McGregor's weight caused him to quite proverbially snap his ankle in half. Now, literally. Now, for those who saw it, y'all saw how grisly it was. Yo, every they kept replaying because they were trying to figure out how did this man fall? Boom. How did he fall? It was so. I thought he just sat down. I thought I was. I, th- I, I thought that he word. I thought he got hit for real, and I thought he just wanted to sit down. Like, okay, I'm gonna sit down for a second because I need a minute. But no, he. You see the replay, and he quite literally snaps his ankle in half. No, crazy because he was trying to dodge the punch, and for that, just eat that shit. <laughs> But of course he couldn't have known his ankles. But the thing about it is that they both threw punches and both ducked. So it was really him also trying to... But yeah, it still wasn't like a completely landed. Punch. Yeah, it wasn't a completely landed punch. I don't think I don't think McGregor even touched Poirier on that no, swing. No, he didn't. He didn't, and he was just completely off kilter, off balance, and it was just so cartoonish. They kept replaying it over and over again. And then finally, everyone realized what actually happened. And then they started pointing out, oh, watch his foot. Because people kept going, how did that knock him on his ass? He's not knocked out. What are they saying? Everyone was talking, clamoring, speculating at, like, what happened? How could he have possibly? And then they started circling the area. Oh, this is what no one could tell. It was so weird, so childish. It, it was like me just walking through the hallway, hitting my ass on a dresser as I walked by, as if I didn't know the size of my own body. <laughs> All right. I'm clearly not an athlete. It's just weird, awkward shit to watch. You are an athlete, but that's another. But that's another story. There you go. There you go. There you go. But but listen. <laughs> But listen, for all my Conor McGregor fans out there, or lack thereof, we need to have a serious discussion about not only if there should be a fourth fight, because 
Dana White was the first one to say that the fight did not get finished. He said at the press conference after UFC 264 on Saturday that you can't finish a fight that way, and that we'll see how this whole thing plays out. Who knows how long Connor's out? If you ask me, I would say that he's not seeing the octagon until at least August 2022. And um, <clears throat> we'll see how this whole thing plays out. We know how long Connor's out, so Poirier will do his thing until Connor's ready, which he definitely will. It's all about timing, he continues. What going, what's going on? What happens? Between now and then, Connor goes into surgery on Sunday. We don't know how long he's going to be out, how much rehab and therapy he's going to need. Not only will he need rehab and therapy, he'll need to get back into fighting shape after surgery, and he's going to have to have at least two more fights before he faces Poirier again. Because at that point, Poirier is going to end up distancing himself. So He should. He, he should be tired of fighting him. So... A fourth fight would be a tough sell in itself. I mean, yes, it's Conor McGregor. Yes, we know he's the notorious MMA, all this bullshit, blah, 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 blah. But let me tell you why anyone saying that um, a fourth fight would have the same haul. Let me tell you why that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. We all know who the better fighter is at this point. Yes. Okay? If you don't, you're a weird racist. All right. And I personally believe that as much as we all love the pull that Conor McGregor may still have, just because he's like now like a cultural icon, he has fucking whiskey, all this shit. Like he he really he really is a male Ronda Rousey. He just hasn't done any films yet. Other than that, <laughs> but hey, but he he's everywhere fucking else. And the only reason she did have way more skill. Um, but what I'm talking about is in terms of them transcend, yeah, transcending the sport of MMA just in culture itself. Like, that, that's, why, that's why Rousey ended up where she was, making it to the WWE and shit like that. And we see Conor here kind of like on the same trajectory when he was able to have that fight with Floyd Mayweather, of all people, a couple years back. So... We understand the pull that McGregor has, but I'm going to side with those that are saying that maybe main cards, like marquee fights, might not be where he should be anymore. Okay. I get. I I get the pull that he. I get the pull that he has. Trust me. Okay. And McGregor has many other options that he could weigh. He, he doesn't have to immediately try to rush into a fourth fight with Paul. Because like I said... He could just come... Like wait. Younger brother. At this point, yep. it's like this little motherfucker keeps coming back and fighting. He's beating his ass. He's coming up with different excuses why he lost. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think... I honestly don't believe, especially with now the current track record he's had in these marquee fights, I don't believe McGregor, like should be warranted them anymore. No. I don't I, I honestly don't believe that he should. Like will 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 I watch will I watch a pay per view with with him involved? Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> if he's the main card, I'm probably gonna be like, okay, we'll see how long this lasts. I'm not gonna be as crazy about it as I used to be. Things have changed, fam. Yeah. It's done. Who? Talk to me. The worst case scenario, he could always sign a a, a little part time contract with WWE and just fight Brock Lesnar and then disappear again into non existence. 
I could definitely see that happening. Yeah. That, that's going to be... That's best bet. I like the way you think, lady. The same way that CM Punk went to UFC is yeah. the same way that he'll probably do it. Well, that was easy for CM Punk because CM Punk was all... That was his foundation anyway. Yeah, yeah but... He was actually a real fighter. Yeah. Yes, but like at all this that point, Brazilian jiu-jitsu shit. Like, he, he did that. It's as fu- fucked up as this sounds. You know his name is Phil, too, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> CM Punk's r- real name is Phil. <laughs> oh God! Okay, really Go quick. ahead. Brief segue. Make it quick. Really quick. I was coming here, and Phil always gets me drinks. So like, but that sounds. This late. is not sounding so good. And we're coworkers, and you know he. We both get drinks. I treat my co-hosts well. My SV Radio folks know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know, like he's, he's a stand-up dude, and what, but when he's late. I go and get them because it's weird to. I don't smoke. It's weird to be around people smoking all the time and I'm not having a drink. It's weird. So Sorry. Like, not really. And he gets me drinks. So I hit him up and I was like, hey, are you here? Should I go get my own drinks kind of thing? Um, and we always talk on Instagram. Um, so I, I video chatted him and he didn't answer. And I was like, you know what? I was I'm up here talking to Katie about her bullshit. And I go into my phone. See, and three go, cheers for the red, white, and blue. Three fills in there that didn't leave. <laughs> one is Mr. Phil and there's Phil and there's Phil <laughs> so I just start calling the Phil's and I call my ex this big piece of shit and he answers and his oh, voice is very distinct it's like raspy so I'm thinking like, like I keep going Phil? Phil where are you? are you okay? I'm thinking he has a cold and he's like nah I'm at the ball what's up and I was just like Oh, you're not my co-worker, Phil. You're you're this Phil. And he's like, Marie? Marie? <laughs> and I'm like, eh. And I get off the phone with him, and he's texting me now. And then there's another Phil. This is horrendous. It's always Phil's fault. Mr. Phil, I was thinking would be him, because he's Mr. Uh-oh. Phil. He on Instagram. <laughs> I call this fucking dude that I no longer work with because he's a perv. I called and I hear a baby crying in the background. And I'm like, what the fuck? And this dude is like, hey, hey, but who is this? And I'm like, it's it's Marie. And he goes, yeah, no, I'm not Phil, but uh, I'm Mr. Philip. And uh, and I was like, damn, now I know who it is. And he's like, do you have a sexy voice? And he called me back, whatever you want. I'm like, this is why I don't work with you anymore. And I'm like, hang up. And now I have two fucked up, creepy Phil's texting me. And I am not one of them. <laughs> So on that note, we got comments. Yes, I'm I'm the uncreepy Phil, but yes, we have comments. Please read so, the comments before we go to our go to our news break. The creep, the, we have from the juice. You guys are so cute. Love the content and the vibe. Thank you so much, sweetie. And then G Money Stacks wrote, by the way, Jake Paul got a chain with Conor McGregor jewelry pendant. I saw that a hundred thousand and said he's a piece of shit and put a whole bunch of crying laughing emojis. Yikes. Oh man. Oh man. That's funny. Yikes. But listen, y'all. Jesus Christ. By the way, shout out to you guys. Thank you so much for commenting. Keep commenting. We'll always incorporate them in the show. Always. Comment, subscribe, we love it. We love yes. It. And by the way, Marie looks like a babe in that photo she used to promote. I'm just saying. 
Big fact, she did. She did. You look like a whole babe. Oh, you said that. I, I just. Hell yeah, I said that. I, 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 I look. I look like a sophisticated nerd. She looks like. Yeah. You already. You already know. That looks like Phil. I, yeah, I look like Phil, but Marie looks like Marie. So there you go. Um, Thank you guys. Absolutely. No, you were you were amazing in that. But um, but no. Uh, big shout outs to um. To G Money and um, the Juice off the Meat Rack podcast and Juice um, yes. of a uh, Jew with the Juice podcast. They both, they're both. Um, she has a podcast as well. It's pretty dope. Um, but and yes, Juicy. <laughs> Juicy. <laughs> yeah, she's 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 also a, she's also a show host, a bunch of other things. She's a really dope person. But um, but yes, I personally believe that going back to McGregor before we go into our um, news break. Going, going back to McGregor, he's not going to create the same buzz he used to anymore, guys. It's not going to happen anymore. Because, sure, there are many things that contribute to contact sports in general. Like we were talking about the whole like culture thing. Yeah. But nothing's more important than winning at the end of the day when you think about it in combat, especially in combat sports. And lately, McGregor hasn't been doing enough of that. All right? Y'all got to understand that. He may still be the biggest star in the sport, but compared to his peak when he was literally on top of the fucking world, right now, as poetic as it sounds, he's burning about as brightly as a streetlight. <laughs> and with that, here's Marie with the news. Turn, guys. <laughs> I'm know what Dana White is essentially saying here. He's going for the money. We, we, know, we know what time it is. Always. At the end of the day, 
Yes, I don't believe that Conor McGregor deserves marquee fights. I don't even think there should be a fourth fight, to be brutally honest with you. Yeah. I know that there's going to be one, obviously. There's going to be a joyless cash grab. Well, there's exactly, going to be like, watching his ass again. Yeah, I think I, I, I would have, I would take Poirier in a rematch still. to, to um, In a fourth fight, I would take Poirier in that. But as it stands... We, we, we all see what's going on here. Dana's about his money. He knows that at the end of the day. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, like. Thank you so much. <laughs> but yeah, like we, we, we understand at the end of the day, this is what's going on. But this is great to hear that. Oh, yeah. I don't believe that. Not, he's going to move anywhere at this point. Like I said, Poirier is just going to separate himself. Yeah, as I hope, you know, let me finish this and then I'll tell you what is related in news. Um, so, yeah, uh, Olivier won the, if you didn't know, Olivier won the, the vacant lightweight title with a second round TKO over Michael Chandler in May. Uh, if you didn't catch that. The title was up for grabs after former lightweight champion Khabib retired. And of let course. me tell you, um, those are legit fights that you should have caught. Um, definitely, definitely keep Olivier on your radar. Those are amazing fights. He's an amazing athlete. Um, there are people above McGregor. They just don't get as much buzz around them, which is crazy. He's not the number one fighter. He's number five, and he just got defeated. So um, definitely, definitely keep those on your radar. Also, speaking of someone distancing themselves from annoying-ass fights, um, did you hear about uh, Floyd Mayweather? No. What happened? He basically said that the fight was fake. Like, he admitted it. Oh, yeah, I think I heard that. Yeah, he's like, yeah, we got away with murder. It was a cash grab. Uh, fucking, I was working with Logan Paul the whole fight, and I know how to <laughs> get my money, basically. So, from there, I think and hope that he will distance himself from these celebrity fights and or get back to real boxing. But, yeah, can we can we stop WWE-ing all sports? <laughs> Everything is not a saga. Oh, if you think that's bad, just wait till I get to the NFL. Oh, my because, God. Because, because, because related to that, you want to talk about the pageantry. Because you're talking about the pageantry yeah. in sports. You hate the pageantry. I do. Guess what NFL team is going to be the team this year for Hard Knocks? Take a wild fucking guess. It could not have, it could not have been more poetic than this. Just guess. Katie, guess. Guess his team. The Cowboys. Okay. That's my bad. You want to talk about so much fun? No, no, no. It's going to be a disaster. But still terrible. It's going to be a fucking disaster. Are you kidding me? Oh, it's going to be such a fucking dumpster fire. Because this is all about Jerry Jones. Because Jerry Jones loves when when people talk about him, yo. He loves being the center of attention. He just wants to be a he wants to be a TV star. So he's gonna be the TV star, and the rest of the team gonna suffer. And the Cowboys are going to go a eight, if not worse. And you know who's gonna win the um, NFC East? That's right, 
the Washington football team will, and we'll be had. We'll, we, the Giants, will be getting the wild card right behind. You mean right the Redskins? Huh? You mean the Redskins? We, we don't. We don't say that no more. So you still mean the Redskins, right? You're an asshole. <laughs> Yo, they had a whole fucking like, like battle. Out of something that Yo, that is a whole nother story for another time. Because we, we don't say that no more. But but that. no, I completely agree with you. The whole pageantry and shit, like it, like we see it in the NBA. We see it. We see it in the NFL. We see it in Major League Baseball. We saw a lot of it last night. The All Star Game, fam. Like, I want to see these motherfuckers be athletes. Hey, I don't need all the interviews and shit. Like, I get it. I get it. You guys are stretching the dollar. I get it. You guys are including. It's the part of the culture thing. Corners of the entertainment industry. Now you have photographers involved taking pictures. It's the part of the culture thing, man. You have the interviewers, and then you have. Security for that. Yeah, you have the, the people who stage those things, and it's, it's, it's part it's of the culture. So much thing. more money. It's the people who, you know, check the badges of the journalists that, it, to come into the. It, it employs shit ton of people, and also generates, you know, uh, material for then TV shows and sports news shows to drag things out, um, and, and it makes the suspense and gives time for ticket sales to settle in. But I, I get it. I get that. I get that. But can we, like, talk about... Can we go back to, like, what how it was in the 70s, 80s, and 90s? We would watch these motherfuckers. They would be... It <laughs> <laughs> would be, like, a short little... No, nah, real shit. Real shit. Bring back real, real wrestling. No, no, no. That's like, real. And, and how do you feel like it was? This motherfucker would still be sweating them. Obviously. I gave 110%. Uh, oh my god. Uh, I love our team. Yo. I think we did well. Uh, next time we'll do better, RG. Alright, fucking fuck off. Alright, lady, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he would go away. Oh. Those were the interviews back in the day. Now they have motherfuckers sitting down with their kids talking about their wives so, and all sorts of shit. So <laughs> not only not only does she not only does she sing not only is she a fantastic co-host not only is she a model not only is she a jack of all trades in many aspects she can also act look at this look at this like like well well done that was very nice very very nice but uh <laughs> but 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 yeah like like um olivia 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 versus poirier is gonna be very dope i'm definitely looking Hell forward to yeah. that That's what I i'm definitely looking forward to that because there's two fucking athletes beating the shit out of each other that is i'm definitely going to be um a break the story for that yes definitely calm down uh definitely come to a place a little play. bit before the fight because yeah 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 we, we get packed yeah 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 and i don't want to we have pool tables and all sorts of shit to keep you occupied until the actual game starts Django, cards dominoes so and the and the wings are banging. Our food is banging. The yeah, wings are banging. We got loaded tater tots, loaded nachos, all sorts of shit. Come in, get there a little bit before the fight. You watch all the pre fights, play games with your friends, drink. Hey, maybe. And then the shit starts, and it's fucking wall to wall. We have TVs, and you'll see it, and it'll be, and we we ring our bell every time something major happens. It's it's a good atmosphere. It's it a is atmosphere. a good. Later on down the line, um, this summer or the fall, maybe when football season starts, maybe you can do a, 
a live broadcast over there. Ooh. But 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 we'll talk about that later on. But anyway, we got some more news to get to before our next music break. So what else is going on? Uh, Damien Lillard train rumors. Ooh, I was talking about Lillard being on the train block. Yes, you oh, did. Boy. Yes, you were talking mm. about that. The Warriors already internally discussed the idea of a deal, apparently. Mm. Yes. yes. So the Golden State Warriors are reportedly considered a potential destination for Damien Lillard of the Blazers. in this so they'd make a call already internally discussed the idea as I'm sure most contenders have considering the rising smoke out of Portland, Anthony Rising Slater. smoke? Yes, according to Anthony Slater of The Athletic. He wrote that uh, earlier this week. The Lillard Lillard is signed to Portland through 2023 and 2024. Uh, the option still stands for I don't think it would work. <laughs> I mean, you you have to give up a lot to get Lillard anyway, and I don't think that that's a lot I of stuff that I would want to get rid of. I think we'd see some crazy plays. Actually, I think we'd see some crazy assists. You 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 would you would I you would have to move Lillard to the two because Lillard is even though they're both great defenders, I think that where Lillard doesn't have the range of Steph, um, Lillard has a better defense has better defensive mechanisms than Steph does. Steph's a great defender, but Lillard is an edgier one. So, so I think I think if you if you I want to see Lillard on the Nets. I want I want Lillard I want I want Kyrie out of Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. I think Lillard, Harden and K D are the fucking formula. I don't think Kyrie should be there. I think that Ben Simmons should be a warrior. I think um, I'm going to call this some 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 hoo ha at the moment. I mean, I like the rumor. Look, I don't think Lillard wants to go to another West West Coast team. The West is too crazy anyway. Like, I, I want everyone to think about this as we um, continue. I want everyone to think about this. The West is always crazy. Why? Because you have the same, wow, wow, West for real. You usually have the you usually have the same teams in a gauntlet, and you never know who's going to come out on top. Whenever it's those same teams in a gauntlet, like there's a reason why the reason why the Bucks are in the finals this year is because considerably still the East is still easier. Yeah, like you yeah. saw Steve Nash in his first season as a coach make the number two seed. Okay, you saw fucking Atlanta in um, the Eastern Conference Finals. Do not, 
do not tell me about it. Like we this is this is a this is a finals that we're looking at without LeBron. We're looking at without Kawhi Leonard, that we're looking at without Anthony Davis, that we're looking at without Steph Curry, that like bro bro And like y'all gotta put it in y'all gotta put it in power perspective. The West is always gonna be crazier. I don't think Damian Lillard should waste his time voting on the West team. I think he should be in Portland. That's just the way I feel about it. Ben Simmons needs to be a warrior. He'll never have to worry about shooting ever fucking again. Alright, but yeah. Uh so per Slater, the Warriors could offer perhaps the best package in a trade. Headlined by 2020 number two pick James Wiseman, plus the number seven and number 14 picks of the 2021 draft. The team would also add Andrew Wiggins for salary matching purposes and future first rounders to complete a deal. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I don't understand why this isn't a conversation with the Warriors. <laughs> Like, that's perfect. They don't want to have it. Because James Wiseman would be perfect to back up Joel Embiid. He wouldn't get hurt again. And Andrew Wiggins is exactly the guy that they... Yo, no, no one wants to listen to him. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> it's okay. But like, to elaborate on that, Lillard was 30, averaged 28.8 points and 7.5 assists per game last season in group to earning his sixth career All-Star selection. Six, oh. guys. So pairing him with scoring champ Steph Curry, we would give the Warriors the most exciting backcourt in the league, especially when Clay Thompson returns to full strength from the torn right Achilles that kept him out all last season. No, shout-out shout out to Clay Thompson once again. He's had a rough couple of years. Because, he's just held in there, dude. Because he tore his ACL in the finals against Toronto, and then trying to come back during the pandemic, he pops the kills. So, he's had a rough couple of years. And you know what? Also, shout out to his team for sticking by him. Facts, because you know. some people would have been fucked with contract-wise. But okay. he, he's been he's been pretty... He's been an upstanding guy. His team has been upstanding towards him. But yeah, that's... That's something that they're leaning towards. It's something that they're they're reaching for. The the whole pairing with Steph, but I mean, it's a good rumor. I appreciate it. I still believe that these are conversations not to be had with the seventy. Do you think they can afford both of them at the same time? That, that's what I'm saying. Like Steph Curry, like Steph Curry is still locked in for another like three years. I think on the supermax. But for what it's worth, as exciting as it sounds. I think I, I think it would end up actually being counterproductive. Yeah. Because they both need because yes, they both would work well with the ball in their hands. With the ball in their hands without. Then without their whole it. strategy would have to change. Their whole strategy out. would have to change. Like you could that's why I say like you're essentially looking at a starting five of Damian Lillard and Steph Curry. Then you have to put Clay Thompson to the three, you have to make him the small forward. <clears throat> and him coming off an Achilles. And ACL, I do not believe that that is smart. <laughs> you have to leave. You have to leave Draymond at the four at um, at that point, and James Wiseman would have to say the five, and they end up becoming offensive liabilities at that point. Yeah. So 
I don't agree with it. I think that it's, it's a conversation. It's a tricky change to make. It's a very tricky change to make. I think these are conversations that need to happen with Ben Simmons. I mean, with and at the 76ers. Because if Lillard should go anywhere, you can't tell me that Harden wouldn't love to go back to being a fucking shooting guard and let Lillard be the point guard he's always wanted. Fuck KD for a second. Because KD got the um, point guard he always wanted in Steph, and he left. That's uh, his fault. I see. He chose Kyrie over Steph. And he had the best point guard he could have asked for. He could have asked for in Golden State. I'm also pretty still sore about that. So that, that was that is his fault. That was shitting something down the street. I to this day say he never should have left Golden State. What the fuck are you coming to New York for? I have no idea why he did that. He didn't I have don't to know come the here. thought process behind that. People voice. were saying he was going to be a Nick. I was like, he's not going to be a Nick, guys. He's not coming. He's not. <laughs> At all up. And then Brooklyn saying like, oh, he's going to Brooklyn. So why? No. Why? Why? That makes it worse. <laughs> and yet here we are. Here we are. Here we fucking are. So hey. yeah. <laughs> I, so yeah. You want my advice, guys? Have these conversations with the 76ers. Trade James Wiseman and Andrew Wiggins for Ben Simmons and another first round pick for Ben Simmons. And take all this pressure off of Ben Simmons. Take all the pressure off of Stephen Clay. So that way, they can essentially shoot the lights out, and all Ben Simmons got to worry about is dishing. That's it. Dishing, cut it to the basket, getting his layups when he cuts in, that's it. He never got to worry about shooting that's it, baby. ever again. Voila. That's it. And Nets, get rid of Kyrie, get Lillard, now. because that 28.8 points and 7.5 assists will take a great deal off of James Harden. He won't be hurt again, and KD will be able to be heroic and not have, like, the world cave in on him after being heroic and still losing. <laughs> okay? And that's Marie with the news. Thank you. Yay. Very well done. Very well done. All right. And who are we having for our music break next? All right. So, coming up next. <clears throat> oh, yes. Here we go. So... Coming up next, speaking about the NBA, speaking about the NBA Finals, good segue here. Yes. So we're going to have to react to the past games that just happened because we all saw what happened in game one. So over the weekend, games two and three happened. We're going to react to game three uh, when we come back. But Thanks. And definitely let us know how you feel about game three in the uh-huh. comments. Let's know how you feel about game three in the comments. We, we comments. definitely incorporate our comments. We'd love to hear from you guys. Let us know what you think. Because like I said, the Bucks were going to win game three, and they did. Mm-hmm. And not only did they win it, they won it emphatically behind two people that I think have been, well, one person in particular who has been very, very undervalued, and his name is Drew Holland. So we're going to talk about him when we come back, and also what Giannis was able to do after being hurt coming back. He really is Giannis. a great for real. He really is a great freak. Yes. But, um... Up next on the Breaking Sports Podcast on our Independent Artist Music Break. Yes, for our next music break. A very um good friend of mine who I met years back and who's also a member and coexist. He's on tour right now with four bookings alongside Nick the Model. Shout out to the homie Superlative Saint. And this is his song Running. It's my favorite song of this new EP on IDC two out now and on human platforms featuring Jay Jules. This is um Running by Superlative Saint. Much love to you, brother. Be safe out there. Look forward to seeing y'all when y'all get back. 
This is running off of IDC, um, IDC2, available everywhere. Let's get it. It's a breaking sports podcast, y'all. Don't go anywhere. You okay? How's your ass? Dude. <laughs> I'm going to start asking how's your ass. Like, okay. My doctor swears I don't have diarrhea deficiency. This shit, it was blackish purple for days. And, and then. Iron? You take iron? Oh, I don't need it. They said they don't need it. And then I had my like, little massage yesterday. See the outsides of that purple? Really that was the whole thing. It was painful. It was like I got hit by paintball. Yeah, it looks painful as fuck. It doesn't hurt, does it? No, it's like. It's just a mark. And it's yeah. weird because, like, so like, I hit it and I was just like, fuck. Because I wear shorts to work and I don't want to have, like, domestic yeah, violence yeah, yeah. marks everywhere. <laughs> I mean, oh my God, Marie, what happened to you? I like you like my that. My ass happened to me. <laughs> I'm a thick bitch. <laughs> I like you like that type of shit that it's just not like a normal party, right? Mean, it's not like a normal fight. You're not acting. Go ahead. What's going on? Oh, there you are. You are moving. My bad. My bad, baby. I was talking shit. Yo, that's gonna be so funny. I'm gonna watch it every fucking week. Oh, Dallas. It's gonna be so jokes. I'm gonna be high as fuck. It's gonna be like the morning. <laughs> it's gonna be so entertaining, Because all it's gonna be in my dirty show that's saying, Well, yes. We Wait, are gonna win I this year. Huh? I did some promo for you. Thank you so very much. Another minute, you said? Mm-hmm. You didn't like the other one up, right? Say that again, I'm sorry? You didn't like the last one up, did you? No. Right here. Oh. I was saving it for like 9.30. Okay. You do the same thing? I also like increment myself. Always. Because I'm still pretty good right now. I'm still... Oh, no. I'm just asking. I thought we were still free. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. no. I I, I wasn't about to do that. I was like, nah. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. We're doing incredibly well. Yes. Everybody sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you back? You know what's happening, Yes, we are. I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> All right. My bad. Listen, you said you wanted no headphones. I didn't think about it. Oh, well, I guess. Hi, everybody. And welcome back. This well, we are live, right? We are live, don't we? Okay, perfect. Okay, great. <laughs> so, yeah, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Breaking Sports Podcast. <laughs> on this lovely Wednesday, uh, July 14th. Uh, shout outs to two very important people. Shout outs to my sister, um, Chrissy, uh, Chrissy Silvers. 
Uh, she celebrated. We celebrated her 27th yesterday. Aww. Happy birthday, Chrissy! Yeah, Chrissy. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And, and who else? And also, big shout outs to my manager, one of my dearest Busy friends, Busy B. Busy B. BBP in the building. You already know. Um, uh, shout outs to him. He celebrated his 30th yesterday. Welcome to 30, my nigga. <laughs> Before we get to next week. Um, I'd also like to give a big birthday shout out to my baby girl. She's turning eight on the 17th. Yay! Yay! I miss her. Yeah, she's, she's having a good old fucking time. We dyed her hair before she left because she got good grades. She's out there with half pink, half blue on the tips. Oh, that's awesome. Yo, she's stepping out there for summer camp. She said she called me the other day. She said, summer camp is boring, mom. Oh shit. I thought it would be a little better. I was excited. And I was just like, you are so bougie and spoiled. But yes, um, she's eight going on eighteen. I love her so much. Um happy birthday, baby. You her? Oh of course. Of course. Uh me and my man we went on a date on Sunday. And oh, that what was that like? There was like a quiet moment at one <laughs> point. We had, we, we had a great day. We had a great day. We were both lit in the car on the way home. Awesome. And it was like a quiet moment. And he goes, Um, oh, I know why you're quiet. You usually sleep with Leonie in her room on Sundays. You miss her. And I was just like, I was quiet because I'm drunk. Now you're making me sad. <laughs> like, like, I do miss her. <laughs> but yeah, before we get too far off topic. Yeah. That song you just heard during our break, once again, shout out to the homie Superlative Sing, mm-hmm. featuring Jay Jules. I was running off his EP, IDC2, available everywhere right now on all streaming platforms. Shout out to him once again, all the cats on two or more bookings. Meow. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, I use the term cat like, see, I come from like a jazz background. So I, I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah, it. I was still fucking with you. I don't care. Call me well, I don't give like, a like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Old school nigga. Well. I tell the well. people about it. But yes. Three years older than me. Suck my dick. I will not. They just acting like we're like super fucking cultured. First of all, I'm not acting like I'm super fucking cultured at all. You made fun of me when I said cat. Listen, I said no. I'm talking cats. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I don't want to talk. About, I don't want to talk about cats right now. Let's I want to talk about. I want to talk about deer. Push, okay. push them off. Push them off. No. Deers are so no much cats. cuter. I want to talk about deer, especially the deer in fucking Milwaukee. Okay, mm-hmm. I want to talk about those deer. What's up with them? The deer that are playing right now against the Suns. Whatever. Right now, in game four of the NBA Finals. We're going to talk about game three. Because in game three, the Bucks figured something the fuck out, guys. They figured out that Drew Holiday is actually very, 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 very good at defense. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker's useful. Who would have known? Like, hello? Like, who who didn't know this? I, they didn't. Oh, fuck. They did not. All right? <laughs> okay, we all know that the Greek Freak has been the best player throughout the 2021 NBA Finals. We know this already have some sort of those honors. Not even Chris Middleton, as awesome as Chris Middleton is. But talking about Giannis for a second, despite being less than two weeks removed from a brutal hyperextension of his knee, like that's what I mean, like he almost snapped his own like whole leg like backwards. <laughs> like Milwaukee can pretty much expect dominance from here on off of the two-time MVP. I'm actually looking at the game right now on my phone 
And right now, the score is 10-4, um, 8 minutes, 29 seconds left in the first in favor of the Suns. So we'll see how that pans out throughout the rest of the so night. We'll have live reaction more that bets? later. Huh? You making any more bets, Phil? Nah, I'm good for now. I'm 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 good for now. I I'm not gonna bet with you because you don't watch basketball, so it doesn't make sense betting with you on basketball. I would have called Coney and be like, "Yo, don't, don't call Coney. The Knicks aren't playing. <laughs> Coney doesn't care." <laughs> Well, you better turn. Well, you better turn. We gotta um, look at the game yourself than on your phone. Hashtag Pettyrella. But um, but Giannis had forty-one points and thirteen rebounds, and joined Shaquille O'Neal as the only other player with back-to-back forty ten games in NBA Finals. But even with all that happening, the difference has become Drew Holiday. All right. So even though he averaged thirteen point five points on seventeen point five attempts per game. He was minus 19 over those two games. And in game two alone, the number of layups he smoked didn't seem possible for an NBA player, like especially one who was acquired for three first-round picks and two pick swaps from the Pelicans. So you already know how expensive this nigga was. But on Sunday, he finished with 21 points on on 8 of 14 shooting. He had five threes, dished out nine assists, and was a game-high plus 22 in his plus-minus. And in the third quarter, after the Suns basically chopped off 11 points off a 15-point halftime deficit in just under seven fucking minutes because they're the Suns, and right now they're still the most athletic, uh, still the more athletic team. Like, here's the between the Bucks and the Suns, right? The Bucks are like the older brother, and the Suns are like the little brother that have, like, an older counterpart that's, like, helping them through shit, right? Like, like the Bucks are... Yeah, like the Bucks are bigger, they're more physical, they like to knock you around and shit. While the Suns, for lack of a better term, yes, they score a lot in bunches because they're a finesse team. They're like the Warriors four years ago. That's kind of what the Suns... No, 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 not even. They're the Rockets um, three years ago. That's what they are. The Suns are the Rockets three years ago. This is what the Rockets should have been when Chris Paul was there. This is precisely what's happening. Devin Booker has become James Harden. And they got shut down on Sunday. And um, Holiday rerouted control of that game back to the Bucks with his timely shooting, hitting back-to-back threes right after the run, and then added a third to bump the lead back up to 14 with a minute and a half left in the frame. And Giannis kind of like took over from there, but it was Holiday's momentum that paved the way for him to close things out. So... It's been all over the production map this season, this postseason for them, right? And and we we knew this about some of most of us, rather, I believe we should have known this about Drew Holiday from what he was doing in New Orleans back when he was teammates with Anthony Fucking Davis. Were <laughs> like we 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 knew he was like this, fam. Like it comes in spurts. He's 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 like a more skilled J.R. Smith. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Damn. And I love J.R. Smith. But Shit. I would take Drew Holiday over J.R. Smith. Yes, because if Wishy Washy was a person. Ah! <laughs> but yes. But yes. Um with that being said, yes. 
Giannis, of course, everyone's talking about Giannis after his Game 3 performance where he scored 41, 13 rebounds, 6 assists. Once again, joining Shaq as the only player in <laughs> history to have back-to-back games of 40 and 10. So that's a lot, yo. That's a lot. This, 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 especially after coming from what looked like he almost, like what we saw what happened to Conor McGregor on Saturday, almost happened to Giannis with his whole fucking knee, and he came back and drops 41. So it's a good thing that Drew Holiday was there when he was, because he definitely helped Giannis to be able to take control of that game the way he was supposed to. Right now, it doesn't look like that's doing them any favors right now in game one. I mean, game one, rather, period one of game four going on right now. <clears throat> Scores now 16 to nine in favor of the Suns. And, yep, DeAndre Ayton just scored. So you already know what's happening now. Somebody's getting boxed the fuck out. <laughs> so, so here you go. Like I said, the, the more finesse team are the Suns, but. Don't tell me that Big Brother ain't about to come down on that ass at some point because Big Brother, Big Brother came down on that ass in game three. And then... <laughs> oh, man. But nah. But nah. The, the Suns didn't come ready to play in game three. I think that Devin Booker, I think he shot about like 8 of 24 or something. He was horrendous. Yeah, they were a little off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were resting on their lowers a little bit. Like, Booker had the worst game. Because, mm-hmm. They still didn't completely fall apart. Yeah, they didn't completely fall apart. But, like like I said, they, they, they cut shit in half. Yeah. But when it got down to it, the only person that could stop him was a person I said that could stop him, and that was Drew Holiday. <laughs> I said Drew Holiday. If anyone's going to stop Devin Booker, it's going to be probably Drew Holiday. He did it. I don't think he's going to do it again. He but but hey, he heard me. He was like, what? Me? Yeah, I got it. I got it. And that's <laughs> precisely what happened. Shit. Yep. <laughs> yep. And... And their oh. and their other and their other two members of their death charts, Dario Saric and Tory Craig, they were both art. I mean, they were both out because um, Saric was sidelined and Tory Craig was working through a knee injury. So they were both out, and they couldn't help Booker and CP3 in the spots that they really needed. So when it got down to it, Aiton was already in foul trouble when it really mattered. And the only person that could really do anything was Booker, and he was locked up by Drew Holiday. So, so shout out, so shout out to Drew Holiday on that note. We got shout outs. What's that? Shout outs. Oh, talk to me before we go into our next segment. So, the infamous Rogue. Hi, Rogue. Jumped on the live. Happy birthday to you two as well. She sends you your flowers to put your hands and says they definitely have good chemistry as podcast hosts. Oh, thank you. I kind of like him sometimes, maybe on Tuesdays. Ah. Uh, 
And when, uh, he come, and when he comes and tips her at the bar. That's there you go. Also, <laughs> yes. Make sure y'all check out Breaker Story. It's a great vibe. She also said thank you for the birthday wishes. Oh, Yay! Hold on. Let me. I, I'm a dumbass and didn't put the comment. I was reading them. Yo, but her son is adorable. When I, but I'll go over the board and talk about that. We love babies. Her baby, the trunk. Yes, we do. It's so adorable. All right. Oh, when, 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 when. That was all our shout outs? When, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. All right, so. Now. Yes. Okay, so. Y'all already know what time it is, y'all. It's time for last time that I checked. Yo, last time. Oh, God. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Okay, so. This is going to be short because I'm tired of talking about this guy. I'm probably tired. I'm tired of talking about this guy. Talk about Aaron Rodgers again. Aaron <laughs> Like, can we just leave this guy alone? I'm tired of it. So, so apparently the Packers have some encouragement. What the fuck is some encouragement? Some encouragement, and they won't trade their MVP QB. So... The glacial freeze, apparently, between Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers appears to be thawing, um, so to speak. So ESPN's Jeremy Fowler appeared Monday on GetUp, saying that the Packers are hopeful that the reigning MVP reports to the team and has no plans to trade him. He said, and I quote, The Packers are hopeful. After asking around, I sent some encouragement out there from the Packers. I asked the source whether Roger com- Rodgers' comments breed optimism. They said, I really hope so. Nothing. Tired of talking about this guy. Rogers said that he plans on figuring out his plans for this season in a couple weeks during an interview on NBC Sports last week. And he essentially laid the blame for everything going on with his displeasure. He gave hardline answers and he as he basically told on everyone when it came to Brian Gutentust, which we've been talking about. He said, and I quote I think people sometimes forget what really makes an organization. History is important. Legacy of so many people who've come before you, but the people, that's the most important thing. People make an organization. People make a business, and sometimes that gets forgotten. Culture is built brick by brick, the foundation of it by the people, not by the organization, not by the building, not by the corporation. It's built by the people. Okay? Don't you ever forget it. All right. And that is last time that I checked. Last time that I checked. Okay. All righty. Who are we playing next? All right. So. The world. Up next on the Break Room Sports Podcast. The Azuri weren't the only ones 
that climbed the mountaintop over the weekend. That was the only soccer final. So, y'all know how I feel about my goat of the game right now, Cristiano Ronaldo. But for all of you Barcelona fans out there, yes, I'm talking to you too, Chris. You should be very happy about the mountaintop that Messi has finally been able to reach. So we're going to talk about Messi and Argentina when we get back after this next music break. And in this next music break, I want to shout... I don't bet. But you knew. But I you. did have Katie's back. I did have Katie's back. Like a true Italian. Italian, yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> That's all they get to see. She. My busted That's ass it. nails. <laughs> all right. But yes. Welcome back to the Break Room Sports Podcast, everybody. Once again, um, that track you just heard, once again, shout out to the bro-in-law, the one and only Ty Wiz, um, leader of Culture Records, and his new single, No Time, out now on all streaming platforms. Shout out to you, brother, once again. And the video is out now on YouTube as well, and it is fire. Man. Love, 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 when, the, love when the family does big things. Gotta love when the family does big things, you know. Always, always. Nah, he's on my EP too, like on my um on my song Another One for the Ages. He's oh, a, he's that was him. Yep, that was him. Okay. You mean like a third remix to It's not a remix. Yeah. It's not a remix. We're not having this conversation. We'll be here all night. But yes. But yes, as you all saw in the beginning of the show, I had to pay up to Katie because England choked and Italy rightfully so um emerged victorious on Sunday. Ooh. In the Euro final. Once again, shout outs to Italy for what they did. Thank you. Thank um, um, fuck you once again. Grazie. For Grazie. <laughs> but. Grazie, Bella. There's another country we got to talk about. And you brought it up while we were talking about the Euro last week. And that's Argentina. Don't now, on people. Now, my football heads know, not just my brothers, um, Gerald and Chris, but my football heads, y'all know. Y'all know who I'm fucking with till, um, till the casket drops, and that's my nigga Cristiano Ronaldo, number CR7 all day. He is my favorite player and will always be the best player to me right now. He's my LeBron, but, 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 but. As great as Messi has been, the only knock I ever had on Messi was that he never won an international championship. He got all these titles with Barcelona, um, Club World Cups, multiple La Liga chips, multiple Ballon d'Ors, which the Ballon d'Or is the is the award for the world's greatest soccer player like of that year. And he's got he's gotten that I think he has one more actually than Ronaldo does. He does. But Which is crazy. I always knocked on Messi for how he would proverbially choke in international finals. Three straight Copa Americas. Three straight. He um he well, not well, not well. Two straight Copa Americas and one World Cup. The World Cup in 2014 against Germany, that World Cup final, 
when he choked against Germany in in um extra time. And oh yeah, no, 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 the the team was a wrap too. Like it was a bunch of old niggas on it. It was it was literally him, Angel Di Maria, and everyone else was like thirty five. I was like, you're 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 not winning like that, bro. You're not winning like that. And 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 Sergio Aguero, that slime ball. I fucking hate Sergio Aguero. But yeah. But 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 be careful. Be careful. Be careful because it's not about one person taking them. It's about one person making them better. A lot of people have argued with me about um, Ronaldo dragging Portugal, and I was like, no, he made everybody better. And you see it, especially in that Euro final um, four years ago that they won. Nah, yo, nah, yo. If that's the case, if that's the case, then everything we've said about LeBron James up to now is false. It's not false. Does he does does he does he drag teams or does he make them better? Both. It's the same. Ah, nah, nah. They're not one and the same, kid. They're not one and the same. They are not one and the same. They're not one of the same. There's a difference between dragging a team that does nothing with you as you drag them, or you work with them, and through your tutelage, they all end up shining at one point or another. There, exactly, exactly. And Messi was never that to me. He always just got his accolades and dipped. That's what I didn't like about Messi. But on Sunday... He managed to finally reach his fucking mountaintop, yeah. and against their biggest rival, no less, the, they 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 beat the reigning champs, Brazil. <laughs> Yo, Yo. That was such a tight game. Yo, they beat Brazil I in was... Brazil at the Maracanã. Oh my god, I almost lost my fucking head. I almost lost my voice. Just, just think about it in that perspective. Like, my, my, like, not even just football. If you know anything about sports history, Argentina defeated Brazil in the Copa America That's a hard in, in Rio de Janeiro at the fucking Maracanã. Mm. The only, the only soccer stadium that is more famous than the than the Estadio de Maracanã is the um. Is old trap is um Wembley Stadium yeah. in England, the Theater of Dreams. That is the only soccer stadium that is bigger. That's nuts. People have lost lives at the Maracanã. Diego Maradona became a star at the at the Maracanã. Pele became a star at the Maracanã. There's some type of like the capacity mixed with the oh, energy man. in that place. Is insane. No. Yep. It was a great game. I felt it in my. You can feel it through the screen. There was. It was. It was, a, it was a great weekend for soccer. I will tell you that. That it was amazing and uplifting and heartbreaking to watch Argentina beat Brazil in Brazil. Congratulations, guys! You can do your motherfucking thing. I was. I was you guys last week when we didn't necessarily have a story about you. I did mention last week that Argentina has been doing their motherfucking thing. They have. They have. Like I was I was making comparisons of Messi to like 
I mean, there's not a lot of comparisons you can make to Messi. I would say that he was probably on the same trajectory as maybe like a Carmelo Anthony, for example, because Melo has three gold medals. I don't think he's ever winning an NBA championship. I grew up watching that guy. I don't think he's ever winning an NBA championship. And I, and I would, yeah, and I was, exactly. And I'm sitting here thinking, I've seen Messi get La Liga chip after La Liga chip, Club World Cup after Club World Cup, Champions League. Um, Yo. I play it season by season who I like and who I don't like. Um, if he doesn't win any championship this year, I do expect that he will win one next year because he's poised that way. He's poised that way, and you can't come this far without learning anything. Um, I think they either have some tricks up their sleeve or they're just building enough chemistry, maybe a good combination of both of them, that they're they're – they're poising him as the leader that he is. And the team is coming into their own through him. And and I, I just, it, it's a great energy. It's a great transformation to watch. Congrats, Argentina. You guys are awesome. I'm going to keep an eye on them, as you guys should, too. Definitely, definitely. I don't know what the next game is exactly to you. But uh, who? No, 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 no. The, you mean of this tournament? For Argentina. For Argentina? I don't um. They have World Cup qualifiers coming up. That's what's happening. Yeah, I don't know exactly when it is. Yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be it, it should be in the next it should be in the next month or so, I believe, because of course they got to like rest and stuff. They got to go back to their domestic work. They got to go back to their leagues. They got to go back to Spain and England and get back into what pays the bills. Um, but definitely keep that on the radar. There's a lot of different uh, <coughs> competitions and championships running at the same time in soccer. So, look for the World Cup championships. <laughs> look for that. That's going to be next year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be next year in Qatar. But, um, but Leo Messi, he described his joy to reporters after the match and said this. He said, I still don't think we're aware of what we've done beyond becoming champions. Mm. Now we're really happy celebrating, but this is a game for the history books, beating Brazil in a final in Brazil. Yes, it is. It's crazy. Yes, it is. I can't explain how happy I feel. Good. I've been sad many times with Argentina after tournaments. Yes, the fuck you have. Yes. But I knew it would happen, and there's no better moment. This team deserved it. No, man. You deserved it. Yes. Yes. Let's call it what it is. Do no, I still I'm do I do I still do I still have my reservations about Messi? Sure. But at the end of the day, what matters is not only did he get a world championship. Now, he literally doesn't have to do anything else. He can chill now. Like, he can... Now, like we see Ronaldo doing, he can be Tom Brady now. Don't be surprised if you see Messi all of a sudden end up leaving La Liga and end up in the Premier League on some wild shit. Like, he could do that. He could do that. He could come to... He could do that on some wild shit. Be like, like, y'all niggas going to the MLS to retire? Nah, nigga, I'm going to the Premier League. What? I have hope that he just continues to build on what he had and that the 
other half of me. Yes. He just turned 34, yes. so 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 his international window was closing because after this would be the World Cup next next um next year and he'd be 35. Mm-hmm. So after that he wouldn't be eligible to be playing international soccer after that anymore. So this was it for him. And the fact that this is how he does it in at the fucking I'm not going to get over that fam. He did this at the Maracanã against Brazil. He did this in Neymar's face, okay? I don't want to I like I get it. He like spits on you when you're like Ronaldo's is still number 1 for me, but Messi, Messi will remain at number two for that's quite some time. And shout out to Angel Di Maria finally fucking like getting his motion because Yo. he he has been a travesty in most international tournaments, and he finally came through by the grace of God. So shout outs to him. Yeah, he's no longer a wet piece of wood. Ah! It dried out. He's no longer a witness of what? He was a little rotten for a little while. Uh, he was a little overrated for a while. He was a little, uh, you know, not cutting it for a while. A little annoying uh, for a while. But you know what? Let me not put my disdain on this character, this uh, player, excuse me, any longer. Um, speaking of characters, is that what's coming next? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm, give me a second because I clicked the wrong thing. I'm so excited. But yes, um, but yeah. Shout outs to Messi, huh? Bossy V said, what up? What up, Bossy V? Shout outs to Bossy V. How are you? Thank you for joining and commenting. We love it. Yes, yes we do. But yes, real quick, before we go to our next music break, I want to highlight, once again, shout outs to that's why um, I want to shout out Argentina once again on their win. And shout outs to Messi. And we'll talk more about that later on. But real quick, I want to um, look at the MLB All-Star game real quick. Because remember, we were talking about Shohei Otani. Yes. About, he, about him being starting, st- starting pitching and um, batting as well, starting at bat. Like and him being the first player in Major League Baseball history to do that at an All Star game, to do, his thing. to do both at once, to be at to be on be on be on offense and defense, offense and defense, doing both. Okay. He's like JJ Watt out here, but he wasn't the um, even though the even though the American League won yesterday, yeah. it, thanks in part to Mister um, Otani. It was Vladimir Guerrero Jr. of the Toronto Blue Jays that ended up being the All-Star um, League MVP. I did not expect that. Yeah, exactly. Like, he hit a home run to deep left field in the third inning and became the youngest player ever to win the most valuable player award for the All-Star game. Only, at only 22. That's crazy. Yep. That's yep. crazy. And I get it. I get it that their criteria is also going to and he's only 22. He's doing these things at only 22. So he's not the best, really. He's just the best at 22. So that's a little disheartening and, like, wah, wah, wah. But at the same time, I get it. I get it. But, like, you know, imagine giving him these flowers and then, you know, he matures and it's not banging like he used to is all I'm saying. Anyways. Big facts. Big facts. All right. So ESPN.com's Jesse Rogers pointed out that Guerrero and his father, Vladimir, are actually the third 
father-son combination in history to hit home runs at the All-Star Game. Bobby and Barry Bonds and Ken Griffey Sr. and Ken Griffey Jr. are the other two. That's fantastic. What a blast from the past. And yes, that is so adorable. That's adorable. So shout out shout shout out shout out Savlady, yo. He did his thing last night. Otani did his thing. That game was pretty dope. Like I like, oh man. Baseball has become a lot more exciting these days. (laughs) And with that, once again, here's Marie with the news. Yay! It's my turn. All right. Um, ready the picture. Which one? Oh, yes. Are we talking about Mario? We because I only talk, have Mario. We're talking about uh, Fortnite. I don't have that. Hang on, I'm sending it to you right now. Shout out to Anonymous who also came in on the check-in. What's up? Hey. He said, "Hey, Katie and everyone." Yes, indeed. Because it has been pretty shitty weather. Watching our show. <laughs> I appreciate it. And Wednesdays are better for us, right? Yes. How y'all feel about Wednesdays so far? Y'all rocking with this? I mean, I like it. We're all chilling on Wednesdays. It's fine. It's good. Big facts, but I just sent it to you, Katie. All right. So while that uploads, once again, here's Marie with the news. I don't know if you guys have heard, but LeBron James Fortnite skins are revealed. This thing on Fortnite. (laughs) (laughs) So, one of his skins is King Attire. The other skin is Space Jam uniform. Space Jam uniform, excuse me. And the other is Taco Tuesday. Anyways, uh, so they're all epic, but wow. So LeBron James is coming to Fortnite, and uh, the game revealed a skin of the Los Angeles Lakers star Monday, including James James Rocking. It is Tomb Squad. In his Tomb's gear. Um, So as you know, he has a movie coming out, and this is perfect. This is great fucking cross promo. Uh, yeah. No, it, it, yeah. Awesome. For those of you watching on YouTube and Facebook, if you see the screen right now, those are the three uniforms. He has a King uniform, the Taco Tuesday uniform, and wow. I think they look pretty cool. Yeah, and VR Why he got the Wakanda Forever uniform? Hey, thank you. That's his King uniform. His yeah, that's king called uniform. a King uniform. But it looks, he looks like he's a Wakanda king. And um, look at the outfit. Um, they're pretty, they're all pretty epic, they're all pretty distinctive, um, and all pretty him, I think. Uh, there's been several tweets, our Games uh, retweeted, uh, LeBron James himself also retweeted, obviously. Yeah, he, he has, a, he has an ad out for it, too, and everything. He does. Check He's that out playing. if you haven't seen it, because I He's haven't seen playing. it on my uh, timeline at all, but if you follow him, you'll see it, or if you're... If you already have that type of material on your page, you'll see it. But if you don't like myself, go look for it. Look on LeBron James' um, social media platforms, and he has an ad out. It's really cool. The skin includes three outfits, as I said. Uh, one of the king, the other is him wearing a taco shirt. 
uh, for Taco Tuesdays, and a final one featuring him with Toon Squad uh, for his new movie in Space Jam. The release of the skin coincides with upcoming debut yep. of Space Jam, um, and that will be in theaters HBO Max on Friday. So it comes out on Friday. The wait is finally over. So he's his timing could not have been more fucking impeccable. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> The only other oh, LeBron. The, the, the only other timing that I can think of that is on this caliber with Fortnite ads and um, uh, guest stars is uh, Travis Scott. Um, he really blues out the fuck up with uh, his Fortnite presence. Um, a mean, lot of guys who was the Fortnite rapper, and then they just looked him up because there's a lot of kids on Fortnite, and that's a whole other marketing uh Boy. The joy of marketing and propaganda right there. But they did bring Rick and Morty on, you know. I mean, it, it's amazing. And it's really becoming the XXL uh, freshman uh, of <laughs> blanket stars. It doesn't matter what facet of the entertainment industry you're in. They will. No, that's true. That's stars. fucking true. You could be a cartoon and they'll debut the stars just like Rick and Morty. Just like. Uh, Travis Scott, now LeBron James. You don't know who's coming next, what facet of the entertainment industry. Fortnite is something to watch. They're doing big things. They're doing big things. Niggas love Fortnite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, speaking of Fortnite, speaking of video games. Speaking of video games, this isn't quite sports, but it's on topic for this. Oh, no. And it's on topic for. Y'all gonna like this. Y'all gonna like this shit. It's on topic for anyone. Who has ever played a video game? <laughs> so apparently, shout out to Coexist Gaming. Yes, yes. Apparently, an unopened copy of Super Mario 64 sells for 1.56 million dollars right at an auction to set new world record. Y'all see this shit? This this thing, this, this game here. So everyone and a mama has played this game. Because every because everyone had the fucking old school Nintendo 64, my nigga. Everybody had that. Alright? Not everyone had the NES, which was my favorite game, like the Super Nintendo. Not everyone had that. Not everyone, but everyone, thank you. Everyone. Uh-huh. You can take it down now. But yeah, but everyone had a Nintendo 64, fam. So, um, Say yes, it does say where the, the auction took place. So the market for old video games is exploding. Apparently, a lot of uh, collectors coming out uh, feeling nostalgic with an unopened copy of Super Mario 64 selling for a record of 1.56 million at an auction on Sunday sold at Heritage Auctions in Dallas. This game came out in 1996. So this revenue was insane. Uh, also, I didn't realize this game came out in 1996. I'm a 93 baby. What? This game was all around my childhood. So it's really crazy to know that it came out when I was three. And it was it just stayed relevant for so long. And uh, yeah, yeah, everyone's pretty excited about it. It broke records. Uh, the front office sports page, they uh, tweeted about it. They said... On Friday, an unopened NES copy of The Legend of Zelda set the record for most expensive video game ever sold at $870,000. So that record so, lasted 
48 hours. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So you mean to fucking tell me that it took 48 hours to sell The Legend of Zelda for 870000 Yo, it's... And then you go to Super Mario 64... 48 hours For... One point fifty six billion uh, million. Almost twice as much. Almost twice as much as that. Uh, which means that that's, yeah, that's almost twice as. What the fuck? Which means that the market is growing exponentially for these type of products, vintage games, and which explains the prior hubbub about stock going up at GameStop. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um, you guys are all saying, oh my god, the stock is going up at GameStop. These motherfuckers artificially inflated the market. Not artificial, a single buyer. A single buyer, 48 hours apart from already setting a record for a game to be sold in a single unit, was broken 48 hours later, almost twice the value. If we didn't learn from the GameStop situation, get on these trading uh, situations. Get on these investment opportunities. Yeah. Uh, I, I really believe that. Um, uh, oh, I just want. Coexist Gaming. Co so I just took this story for Coexist. I'm going to tag them in and be like, fellas, like, late, ladies and gentlemen, gym. yeah. On the ground floor of this, if you can invest in this, if you can, if you can capitalize on this, you're going to be king. 100%. 100%. Oh, man. Yes. And that's Marie with the news. Yes, and that's Marie with the news. Yay. Man, that's a lot, congrats, yo. <laughs> yes, congrats, LeBron. All right. So, unfortunately, y'all, as you can see, Wednesdays are a lot more lit than we had thought. Because, unfortunately, we're out of time for tonight. So, with that being said, next week, we are going to start with our flag on the play. That will be the first segment we start the, the day off with. So, don't worry. Everything that we were going to have for the for flag on the play will just transfer over to next week. We might have something even better. We always fit it in. We all we, we, have two we, flag on the play. There you go. We might, have a, we might have a couple. I might, I, might, I, might, I might give Maria her own and I have my own. We'll probably do that. Yeah. Hey, Katie did call us the undisputed um, champion tag team. So I did. So with that being said, y'all. Where can they find y'all? You already, you already know what time it is. Follow us everywhere at the Break Room Sports Pod. Live here on um, YouTube and Facebook. This episode is now going to be available on YouTube and Facebook to watch afterwards. On, on Ivory Productions thank on you, YouTube. Thank you. Make sure y'all subscribe to Ivory Productions. Yes. And of, and of course, this episode's audio will be streaming on Spotify on Monday. So y'all make sure you look out for that. Follow us for more highlights and stuff on the Breakroom Sports Pod on our IG. Do it, Marie. Oh, me. Yes. Do yeah. it, Marie. Do it. Me. Do it. MF and then I don't use fucking Facebook, so don't worry about that shit. Uh -huh. You don't need a Facebook. Phil. Phil is Mr. Philliams. Then I'll do it. You can find me on all social media at Mr. Philliams. Including Pornhub. <laughs> Not yet. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. I haven't, uh, haven't got uh, to that point yet. Dick. 
I, need, I haven't got to that point yet. Anyway. Um, You're going to be not, put not on a fake around. night soon. But, 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 find me on all social media, Mr. Philliams. That's M-R-P-H-I-L-L-I-A-M-S. Once again, shout outs to Ivy Production. I'm going to be headlining Yay. the Give Back Show on Sunday, July 25th, 7 p.m. at the Slaley Tavern. Boss, you um, link in bio. All my links are in my bio. Shout out to Coexist Gaming. Um, Theater Thursdays tomorrow. Make sure you're RSVP. Is that um, virtual or? It's in person. I'm doing acting and improv tomorrow. Nice. And um, of course, um, Break Room Sports Pod on all, on, on all social media. You can find all my links in my link tree. Um, all music, all music, social, all music, Scorpio P. Y'all know the drill. Yes. And follow us, comment, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. We love to hear it. We love interacting with you guys. We love the love. Always, as you see, with the comments, as you see. And we'll, and we'll interrupt our own damn selves to see what you guys have to say all the time, every time. Thanks for joining in with us. Yes. Yes. So we'll see y'all next week, and we'll start with the flag on the play. But for everyone here um, with Ivy Productions and Talent Wave, it's your boy, Phil, a.k.a. Scorpio P, with the lovely and talented Marie Faree. Hey. And, of course, the mighty Ivy. AKA Screen Girl. AKA <laughs> this has been a Break Room Sports Podcast and another wacky Wednesday. We'll see y'all next week, same time.